time again for CRI's feature Chinese Folk Tales. I'm Wang Lu. Today we offer a story about a beautiful girl, Ashma. It's based on a narrative poem of the Sani minority. The Sani are an ethnic group which lives in southwest China's Yunnan province. Long, long ago, a flower fell to earth, and Ashma was born. Her face was as white as the purest alabaster, her skin as smooth as the finest silk. Her cry was soft, her laugh as cheerful as a cricket, and when she combed her hair, it gleamed like moonlight on a still lake. The carefree Ashma grew into the most beautiful of all maidens. When she was sixteen, the rich and powerful Rabubala heard of her beauty. He swore Ashma would marry his son Aji, a surly ape-like creature. A senior official was sent to act as go-between. He tried every way he could to convince Ashma's parents to let her enter the marriage. He said, "Rabubala's house is tiled with gold and framed with silver. His barns are bursting with grain, and his cattle can be seen all over the hillsides. You won't find a richer family anywhere else in the world." But Ashma's parents replied, "Our Ashma will only marry a trustworthy young man." And Ashma herself also said no firmly. But alas, one day when her brother Ahe was not at home, wicked men sent by Rabubala came to snatch Ashma away. Holding back her tears, Ashma told her parents, "Quickly, call my brother back. Only he can rescue me." Ahe rushed back home. Carrying his bow and arrows, he mounted his chestnut horse and began chasing the thugs. The gate to Rabubala's house was barred. Inside, Rabubala's spokesman said, "If you can outsing me, I'll let you in. If you cannot, you must go away." After singing a whole day and a night, Ahe was still smiling and relaxed, while the official was exhausted. Unable to continue, he had to let Ahe in. Still, Rabubala refused to release Ashma. Angered, Ahe shot two arrows, one striking the gate and the other a pillar of the house. The whole of Rabubala's family tried to dislodge the arrows with all their strength, but in vain. Finally, they went to Ashma for help and promised to set her free. Calling her brother's name, Ashma pulled out the arrows as easily as she might have plucked a flower. This time, Rabubala had to let Ashma go with Ahe, but though he gave his consent, he swore to take his revenge. On the road Ashma and Ahe would have to take, there was a large ravine. In the ravine, between twelve steep cracks, lay a brook. At Rabubala's begging, the god of the cracks turned the brook to a great whirlpool. While Ahe was battling the waves, lovely Ashma was caught up and swept away by the current. Ashma, Ashma, Ashma dear, Ahe called his sister's name three times. A clear answer floated back from above the crags in the same accent as his own. Ashma, Ashma, Ashma dear. High on the tallest crag, Ahe saw a lovely girl gleaming like a pretty flower. There she was. Ashma called to Ahe. Oh brother, heaven has given this ancient rock to me as my new home. 
Tell our parents and all my good friends that whenever they come to call me, I will answer. The sun may fade one day and the clouds scatter, but my soul will never be silenced. Since then, people have called her a thousand different ways, and Ashma's voice always echoes back. And that's the story of lovely Ashma, a story told by the Sani people who live in southwest China. Hope you've enjoyed it. I'm Wang Lu. Bye for now. <laughs>